Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, had a little technical difficulty getting on today, but here we are. So I am Truth Light, and I'm very happy you could join us. And uh, this is the Light of Truth. And so this is a show. We're new. We're new this uh, this week, and we're very happy. <laughs> we're very very happy that you've joined us, and. Uh, we're having some definite technical difficulty here with uh, with the Blog Talk Studio, so let me just take one moment and okay, hopefully that will take care of it. So um, anyway, good morning. Okay, so when in doubt, just hit mute, right? <laughs> so again, I am Truth Light, and this is the Light of Truth, and we shine light on a lot of different subjects. Today, what we're doing is we're talking about kids today and why they're different why the youth of today, um, many of them at least, are in need of some different kind of um, of teaching and different kind of um, handling than kids in the past. And even, you know, I'm going with anybody 30 and under, really, because that's kind of when it started. Um, but then as we progress, it just becomes more and more so. So... Um, First, we're going to start, like we do every day, with a morning meditation. And, uh, you know, this is is kind of good for you, just like breakfast is good for you, to start the day with a morning meditation. And so we take about the first 10 minutes or so um, just for a nice centering. And they're guided meditations. They're fun. They're a little bit different from what I understand. People always tell me my meditations are a little different. And uh, I want to share that with you every day, you know, so you know that the first 10 minutes or so of the show is going to be a meditation and you can either join us for that or or skip it if you don't want to meditate. So either way is fine. And I'm having my morning coffee with you all today because I overslept. That's the joy of of working from home. I can do my radio show, my jammies, having my coffee and cuddling with my dogs and life is good. So we're just going to take a moment and relax. And I'd like you to just just make sure that you're comfortable where you're sitting and or laying down or whatever it is and and if you're driving obviously don't don't follow us in this meditation because you need to be behind the wheel and present you can listen to the archives later so just take a few nice deep breaths and relax and we're going to just ask our conscious minds to take a little bit of a break and we're going to bring our awareness now into our physical being And just pay attention to our breath in and out. And as we breathe in, we feel that breath move all the way down energetically to our abdomen, all the way down to our root chakra, which is down at the base of our spine. And we breathe in and out and just becoming very aware of the breath. And as we do this, we feel that heart center beginning to glow. It's almost like it's glowing with joy that we're bringing our awareness to the core of our being. And we become more aware now of all of our energy centers, 
If you're not familiar with the chakras, that's okay. They're still there. <laughs> and so we just, all along the, from the top of our head, all the way down the length of our spine, there are different energy centers, and we just ask all of them to please light up, come into balance, experience this energy we're breathing in and out. And we see the beautiful rainbow of colors that goes with our chakras. Red, orange, yellow, green, all the way up, blue. We see purple and white. We're just becoming more and more aware of our energetic being as we breathe. And we also feel the the energy or the particles that make us up just kind of beginning to dance with all this beautiful breathing we're doing and feel our our body coming to life as we bring our awareness to to that which is the physical in our minds. And as we do, we feel the beauty, we feel the wonder of what makes us up. We don't have to understand it, but it's quite amazing. And so just be with this and and remember how amazing your brain is that it works and how amazing your heart is and how amazing your entire system, the circulatory system. And, and we just feel all of these different systems coming to life as we bring our awareness to them and our gratitude to them. And we just feel this beautiful energy moving up and down the center of our being and we feel it move down into Mother Earth, flowing down through our feet and expressing this wonder and enchantment with life and with how things work down into Mother Earth and the wonder that she is. And we just really bring our attention to all of the magnificence that inhabits Mother Earth, how all the different systems work. And we don't have to think about the logic of them, just just the overall wow of it. And we bring this love down through our feet into Mother Earth, almost like roots, And we just feel ourselves connecting with this beauty and this wonder that is the planet we live in, live on. And we feel this love and enchantment moving through the ground, moving into any water systems, any any bits of water that are on the planet. And we just feel the love and harmony shifting the water molecules all the way through the planet. All of the water in, on, and around Mother Earth now coming into harmony and balance and filled with with this beauty and joy and wonder that we're feeling. And we express this openly and we feel her express it openly with us, her wonder with us and how how we've come along, these children of hers, and how we are so wonderful that we, we stop and take a moment. That's kind of rare. People don't always do that. And so we exchange this moment with Mother Earth And we feel the energy pulsating back and forth, energizing us and sending love to her and feeling that beautiful oneness with the planet that we live in. And as we feel this pulsating moving on and and feeling more, more a part of us, then we bring our attention up to the top of our heads, to our crown chakra, and we feel that beautiful energy moving up the silver cord that, that little cord of energy that 
keeps us attached to our home. It's almost like a spiritual umbilical cord. And we feel that energy that we are sort of moving curiously up that beautiful cord of energy and just floating up. We may be spinning or spiraling. We're having fun with it, right? We move up, and as we bring our awareness further up that cord, we are curious to see where it leads, and we go up. And still breathing, we move up through the planes of consciousness, and we ask our angels to come with us as we move to their plane of consciousness. And we continue going up and up and up until we find the most beautiful place that we could imagine. And it may look different to everyone. It may be filled with crystal buildings and crystal people, and it may just be a beautiful, vast, velvety, purpley, dark, place with stars it may be whatever it is just allow yourself to find this most beautiful place and your angels with you and as you find this level that you decide to stop at where this beauty resides and that you feel at home in just take a moment and look around and see what you consider to be wonder and beauty and just experience it No thought, no judgment, just be and allow. And we ask our angels to come in close and guide us through this beautiful space, showing us the different parts of of this area that, that we're comfortable in and that we enjoy. And as we move through this space, we feel more at home with ourselves. We're in a space that is harmonious with our being. And we're with our angels who are also harmonious with our highest being. And so we feel our energy realigning with this beautiful harmony and confidence and security that we feel in this place. And we feel the potential for the beauty and wonder in our lives. We feel the potential for excitement, happiness, joy, inspiration, And as we bathe ourselves in this beautiful inspiration and joy and creative flow, we take deep breaths with our physical being. And as we do, we breathe in that energy from that beautiful space above down into our physical being. And we ask our guides now, our angels, to share with us a word, a key word or an energy or a phrase for the day, something that will help us make the most out of today. And it doesn't have to make sense. Just allow it to come. And we know that with this key word, energy or phrase, our day will be more complete, more... um, more full of lessons, of love. We'll feel more fulfilled at the end of the day. And so we thank our angels and we ask them to bring us down that silver cord again. And so we bring our awareness to that silver cord and we bring with us the energy of that enlightened space that we've been in. As we move down this beautiful cord of energy into our crown chakra and filling back our physical being, 
with deep breaths, we begin to integrate our physical and our etheric. And we feel this beautiful energy moving through our physical body and we feel the center of our being, our chakra or energy centers aligning and taking in this wonderful energy. And we again exchange love with Mother Earth and feel her love come back all the way up into our heart center. And we bring our attention back now to our heart center. And we see this beautiful light glowing. And we think of all the love and inspiration that we've felt. And we allow it to radiate throughout our being and throughout our auric field. And we allow this energy to move forward through the rest of our day, sort of paving the way for us so that things are easier today, things are moving more smoothly, and we're meeting that wonderful energy that we've brought with us today as we go along our path because we just see it move out in front of us to all the places that we drive, we work, the people we speak to, and we don't have to know who they are at the moment. We can just allow it to move forward. And we thank our angels for their assistance. And we take a moment in gratitude for this experience. Take a few deep breaths, and when you're ready, open your eyes. All right, well, I hope that was was lovely for those of you who joined in it with us. And uh, every morning these are different because they just, um, they truly are guided meditations because I'm just guided with them. So um, if you find that you're looking for a meditation to do at some point, you can always just go to the archives and you'll find them within the first 15 minutes of the show. <clears throat> and so you're welcome to just listen to the, the meditations anytime you like. All right. And so today um, we are talking about the youth around us. And, you know, this this show can probably go a lot of different directions. These youthful beings that are coming in, they're referred to as indigo, which was typically back in the 80s, um, like late 80s, early 90s. And uh, so we've got indigo, we've got crystal, we've got star and star seed. Um, Children is what they're referred to. If you're up to date on the lingo, great. If you're not, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, We're going to talk about what the differences are a little bit and just kind of an overview and and, uh, get a feel for what is it that these kids need and what's happening because they're not getting what they need, right? And how are we lending to um, their life experience one way or the other, right? So if you have kids, this will be a good show for you. If you don't have kids, that's okay because all of these kids that are here, all these kids that you pass in the street, all these kids that you maybe judge one way or the other when you hear about the crazy things they do or or the lack of motivation that they seem to have or whatever it is, um, we we all interact with these these energies, and we're just kind of an earth tribe, you know. It's that whole it takes a village to raise a kid, and and we are sort of one great big village, right? So we uh, we can easily make a difference whether we have children or not. Okay, so 
So what is the difference between what's going on now with kids and and what we have in our minds as an expectation? Well, what's happening is that in reality, okay, and science has talked about this. I'm sure we've talked about it on the show before, but the the actual frequency of the earth is rising, okay? And so that's a, a scientifically measurable thing. And so think about if you um, if you're sitting on a ball, right, a yoga ball or something, and there's a vibration going on in the core of that ball, right, and and you become acclimated to it because you've just been sitting on the ball and it's been that way for eons, right? Well, now the vibration is raising to a higher frequency, okay? Well, it brings off a feeling and it brings off a sound, whether we hear it or not, and it it brings off different things that now we're not maybe attuned to, right? And so it's kind of like, oh, my God, i got to get off this ball because it's really it's bothersome. Well, that's happening with the earth, okay? The frequency is rising, and as it rises to a notable degree, the beings that are the children that are brought through and that are being born are being born attuned to this higher frequency, okay? So, yes, this is a spiritual show, but we're actually going a little into science at the moment um, because actually there's not really any difference. But um, So these children that are being born over these past, well, since like since the 80s, okay, through now and beyond, um, are coming through already acclimated to the higher vibration of the earth. Okay, so that's that's one thing that's happening. And so what that means is that they're coming through um, in a vibration that we as adults are not attuned to. So they can... Um, be a little irritating. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but you know, just just as that frequency shifting can can be irritating, right? Their little beings, little antennas that are vibrating at higher frequencies as well. And so we we have to they need to be handled a little differently because their learning style is different, right? Their communication style is different. Um, what they need to be able to make a life for themselves is a little different because they're already coming out in a different space than most of us ever started in. So what does that mean in real life? Okay, so this means in real life that these kids um, have potential that we can't even imagine it means that they have the potential to use more of their brains. It means that they already have connections, um, open pathways to their spiritual abilities, as people would call them, you know, their psychic abilities, their energetic abilities. It's almost like, um, you know, we joke all the time about, you know, in in my world, we joke all the time about the X-Men and how these kids are kind of like X-Men, if you're familiar with that that genre of of comic books and whatnot, um, because they have all these abilities and nobody even gets that those abilities are real. And so in a lot of cases, okay, these kids are seeing spirits, they're feeling energy, they're, and a lot of them are truly just feeling a lot of energy. They're very empathic. 
so they feel what's going on. They can see through crap <laughs> in a heartbeat. So you've got these kids who are ultra, ultra sensitive in a psychic or spiritual energetic manner, not in a sensitive, I'm going to cry at everything manner, right? And and so we're taking these children in reality and we're sticking them in the school system that barely worked when I was a kid, okay, that forces them to fit into little boxes, sit still, don't move, don't don't think for yourself, don't... We're asking, it's like it's like taking a dolphin and sticking it in a classroom chair going, don't be a dolphin, you know. It's, it's really um, disturbing, right? Because now we've got these kids that are, are super intelligent, are super sensitive psychically and energetically, and we're feeding them crap food with chemicals that doesn't work for them, right? So they're short-circuiting on that level. We're telling them that they have to sit still, shut up, and don't question authority, which also doesn't, it doesn't jive with who they are. They, they can't do that because that's not what they're here for. They're here to question authority. They're here to set the new standards. They're here because they're the ones who are in alignment with what's happening on our planet. And because we, the, the kind of set in our ways sort of prehistoric people are saying you're wrong, you're sick, you need to be medicated, you just shut up and eat a Twinkie, (laughs) whatever, you know. Um, We're really hurting them. So, for instance, um, you know, we've got kids who are tremendous energy healers. We've got kids who are incredibly psychic. We've got kids that are seeing through different dimensions and are really actually multidimensional beings in one person. All this is going on, and instead of honoring that, going, wow, okay, that's pretty amazing, right? We're going, what the hell's wrong with you? We're going to label you bipolar, ADHD, whatever, right? And, and so we just send them on their way with a handful of pills, okay? That's not really... Um, in anybody's best interest, because these kids are coming through to, because they are preparing, they're coming through with the skills they need or the potential they need to help us move through these changes. They're kind of to be honored, you know, and not. And granted, now I'm a I'm a Southern mom, right? I was I was raised in Florida. I raised my kids in Florida. I'm a Southern mom, and Southern moms are not always the most lenient mothers. <laughs> We we have no problem. The little back of the head part of the head is is kind of just to pop a little bit. Just hello, back in line. So I'm not all about just. I'll probably hear about that, huh? I'm not one of those who just bows down to the children because they're they're whatever. They they need boundaries. They need boundaries probably more so than other kids in the past have, because that's their security. There are no boundaries for these kids. There are no limits. And so although they are incredibly special as their parents, as their teachers, as their guides, it's important for us to really think about what the boundaries are for each individual child and then really set those boundaries and stick with it because they need that because there's, they have no limitations. And how scary is that? Can you imagine a world where you had zero limitations, right? So they do need the boundaries, but they need the boundaries to be set with respect and in their best interest, not 
because grandma said so, right? Because this is the way my family's always done it and this is what you do. That doesn't work anymore, okay? They also are, because of this high frequency, they can't eat food that we've eaten in the past generations, okay? They absorb the energy of the food, okay? So if the food is, um, well, is meat that's grown in hideous situations, which, you know, do some research, people, right? Unless you're getting it from locally farmed stuff, your meat is more than likely going through some hideous things as it's being raised. Well, they are so psychically sensitive that as they eat that, they take on that energy, they feel that energy, and their body will, in most cases, completely repel the meat. They may even throw it up. They may, you know, and the same with, um, (coughs) excuse me, the same with, different grains, a lot of these kids are coming through celiac because um, gluten intolerance, that kind of thing, and dairy intolerance, because those are very low vibrational foods. Meat, grains, dairy, uh, most grains, dairy are all a lower frequency, right? If you were to measure the energetic frequency of those foods, they would not be in harmony with the higher frequencies that these children come from. So they have problems when they eat those. And these can cause behavioral problems. They can cause all kinds of different problems that maybe aren't associated with food in mainstream. But it all breaks down to the frequency of what you're adding into their vibration, which is what happens when we eat, right? We we eat something, we bring that frequency into our our physical body and it comes into our energetic frequency. So these kids are so advanced that that's how we have to look at things is as frequency, so, you know, when I when I was thinking about this show, I'm thinking about I I have um there are several kids that if if I don't deal with the kids, I deal with the parents who are trying to deal with the kids, right? And so I have a real fondness for these kids coming through. Um I really see the importance of having people in their lives who understand what's going on. And so they need to be looked at as energetic beings more so than, oh, that's just a dumb kid, because that's really not the case anymore, right? And and it's not every kid who comes through that that's so very different, but it is a huge number of the children coming through now that are so different. And instead of seeing them as behavioral problems or non-communicative um, children, Maybe we need to stop and understand that they're coming from a different place than we are. Maybe it's not that they're meaning to behave badly. Maybe it's that they need the limitations or they need the understanding. You know, a lot of times these kids need to just be spoken to. You know, um, there's a 15-month-old that that just, you know, has just grabbed my heart and stolen it and run away with it, basically. So <laughs> he's, um, but he's one of these very special kids, and so is his brother. He's he's almost five, and. They have to be, uh, well, first of all, the limits have to be very defined or else they're not going to see limitations and they're just going to go. They'll, these are the kind of kids that will just walk off the Grand Canyon. They'll just walk into, my, my oldest son walked into the swimming pool, just had, had no concept of the fact that there would be an issue if he just walked into the pool and hung out in the water, right? Because he saw no limitations at the age of one. And so... Um, these kids will will just do whatever because they don't see a limitation. So now they're in this physical world and there are limitations of your physical safety. And so it's kind of our job to help them find that balance, 
right? The no limitations can be good, but you've got to find where, help them learn what the consequences are of the different actions, right? And and not just our preconceived notions of what the consequence, oh, the consequence is I put my foot up your whatever, right? I mean, I hate that, but that's what you hear people say, right? That's not me. That's what you hear people say. So, So it's important for us as a tribe to understand that these kids are in need of something different, okay? The other thing I'm going to say is that, you know, we did a show earlier in the week about media, <clears throat> and I got to say that this is a huge part of what's going on, too. These beautiful, energetic beings are coming through. They are completely misunderstood, and they're fed garbage food, right? In most cases, because we're busy, life goes on. I get it. I'm not judging. I'm just saying the reality. But they're fed garbage food full of chemicals, full of GMOs, um, mass-produced crap, right? And then on top of that, everywhere they look, there is this violence. There is this drama. I mean, even, you know, on the family channel, right? I don't watch much TV, but every once in a while, I'll turn it on and, and kind of hang out and and I'm just appalled at what I'm seeing, right? So even on something like the family channel that you go, okay, that's good for my kids to watch, it's all drama and just like what the, what, what are we telling them is like the normal, okay, everyday in society life, right? So they've got the violence of the movies, which is hideously insane. People have become desensitized to it. We've got the crazy movies, we've got the crazy TV shows, and we've kind of become a society, even when I was a kid, where the TV is the babysitter, okay? So we've got these incredibly sensitive kids who see no limitations, and we're showing them these insane scenarios, right? And then we're surprised when they go out and they shoot up an elementary school, or they go out and they do something that we just think is insane, right? Well, welcome to reality, people. We created that. As a society, we created that because we can't tell these kids that that it's okay to watch this in movies and it's okay to see it on TV, but it's not okay to go and do it. That's not how it works anymore. It didn't work that way generations back, even though they... They said people could tell the difference between make-believe and real. Well, now we've made the make-believe so real that it just becomes a modern-day, a part of modern-day society. And these are kids with zero limitations, okay? They are not beyond doing what we see happening, right? They're also, it's important to remember that they're also not beyond becoming amazing healers, becoming amazing um, counselors, becoming amazing scientists and people who are able to develop incredible technology. And it's just phenomenal the things that these kids can do. But it all depends on how we're growing them, right? How are we encouraging them? So it has become more important than ever for us to recognize how incredible these kids are. Their brains function differently. They're vibrating at a higher frequency. They're able to connect with different dimensions and different worlds and different things than we could ever even see as reality, right? And so 
we need to nurture that. And if, if as parents and teachers we don't know how to nurture that, it is definitely our job to figure out how, to go learn how, to find people who can help us understand how. <clears throat> My kids um, came along early in the in the shift, right? My oldest son was born in '87. He's indigo, and and so and also I was born, you know, in '65. But there are those of us who were born way early to sort of head up the the shift and the change in in understanding these kids, right? And so I was born one of those kids back in the '60s, and so while I was nothing compared to what we have now. I was definitely not understood back then. And so I have a different point of view than most people um, because I get what these kids are going through and I see what's happening to them. And so it's important to begin a whole nother level of education. If you're an educator or you're somebody who works with kids or you're a parent or whatever it may be, I mean, all of us encounter kids, right? All of us are going to still be living in the world as these kids are taking over and moving into their places. And so it's important for all of us to understand and all of us to lend a, a hand in, in helping these kids through. So if we can stop and see them as the energetic beings they are rather than, oh, that's just like a 10-year-old kid, well, that 10-year-old kid in most cases could blow your mind if you sat down and began to understand them. Do they hand it out willy-nilly to everybody and let everybody see what they have? No, because early on they learn that it's not safe to do that in the world we live in, right? So we need to begin creating a safe space for them to do that. We, uh, you know, I started a division called Mystical Youth that um, we're going to be getting up and rolling again, and, <clears throat> and I'm very excited about that because it helps the parents and the kids understand. You know, I have so many parents come to me um, well, my head just goes a million different directions because we have a lot of them come for different reasons. But a lot of them come going, okay, I don't understand. My my daughter has anxiety all the time. She's She can't sleep. She's depressed. She's whatever. Nobody can say why. There's no trauma. There's no whatever. And I sit down and I talk with, with the youth, whatever their age, and find out that they're incredibly empathic. They're picking up all the waves from the cell phones and the computers and the microwaves and the traffic and the just the other people's feelings and and they're picking all this up and they don't know what to do with it right and so if they just have somebody understand what's happening and be able to help them deal with that then maybe they don't need the medication and you know medication has its place i'm not a doctor full disclaimer right um but i think that it gets used in place of understanding and helping to work through situations and so I have a lot of that. I have a lot of families come go, well, I don't understand. They keep saying they see stuff in the house. Are they crazy? Are they hallucinating? They hear voices, They whatever. And so the, the doctors are wanting to medicate them, and the families are scared because they don't understand. Is their child, like, now insane, you know? And so we sit down and we find out, well, just because you can't see it, Mom, doesn't mean it's not there, you know? And so we can stop and we can help the different family members understand how they can use their sensitivity as well and and how is it that they perceive things. And we work with the family as a whole to understand the child who is of that higher vibration and help the child understand the family who is not because it's it's a two-way street. Like you can't just come in, be a higher vibration, and have the whole world bow down to you. It's got to be understanding in in both directions, Right. 
And so that's another part of what they need is they need people who understand where they're coming from themselves to be able to communicate to them, well, this is where most of the world is coming from. And so how do we make these two things work, right? There's also a huge rise in autism, and there's a lot of different reasons for that and a lot of different perceived reasons for that. In a lot of cases, um, I work with a lot of kids with autism too, and in a lot of cases, these kids, um, they are powerhouses. They're just absolute powerhouses of energy, and having to learn or speak or act in, in a typically sociable manner and live a regular life would not allow them to do the spiritual work they came here to do. And so it's almost like they're, they're these incredible energy centers. And so understanding them and helping them understand their own energy and what they're here to, it's like they're here to emit energy. That's what they do. And they along, I don't know if you all are familiar with the grid lines on and around Mother Earth, but there's quite a few, several of those. And, and so these kids with autism in a lot of cases are doing so much work that they don't have time to talk. They don't have time to go to school in a regular manner. And so it's really seeing them from a very different perspective and helping the family do the same. They're incredibly special beings. They really are. And so all of these kids coming through in their own way carry something very important for our world, for our society, for our planet, for our moving forward, right? And so... Just like anything else, there are these beautiful powerhouses of energy, of whatever kind of energy that might be and whatever kind of sensitivity that might be, and it's just raw power, okay? So we can assist and and move that energy in a manner that's a positive force, right? Like um, in The Secret, um, one of the people said something about, you know, Energy can be used to light a city or it can be used to execute a human, you know. Um, Energy is just energy, all right? So what we do with these children, what we teach them, what we show them, what what we tell them we hold as priority in life is the direction that they're going to flow because that's what they're here for is to energize that which is moving forward in the change, Okay, so we we better kind of get it together and decide what it is we want in this world. What do we want as the changes come, right? We we need to assist these powerhouses of energy to flow in a direction that can make them feel good about themselves. Right now, they're just kind of all over the place, and if they're left to what the media is showing, if they're left to the drama and and just crap that tends to be everyday life for a lot of people, <clears throat> well, why? It's like they self-destruct, okay? They can't move forward. They seem to have a lack of motivation because they're trying to survive in a world that they don't belong in, right? And so we have a high number of suicides. We have a high number of depression. We have a very high number of of kids going into like being Baker acted and psychoanalysis and and medication and we have huge huge numbers of kids do you oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry but really if you guys look at the numbers it's frightening and it's only because we're not understanding these incredible powerhouses of energy and we're not helping to guide them and 
we're allowing them to just go rogue, basically, and, and I'll just figure out for yourself, kid, because I'm busy, you know? Well, I don't think that's really working anymore. These are our kids, right? As people on planet Earth, they are all our kids, right? So, and rather than sitting in judgment of the parents or teachers or whatever, they're kind of dropping the ball because they don't know, um, it's important for us not to sit in judgment, but to, uh, we can do so much. I mean, when I go out, okay, and I see kids that, that I know, like they'll connect with me, right? They know, takes one to know one kind of thing, right? And so I'll be sitting in a restaurant or in a, walking in a store, and they just lock eyes with me. And it's like they're just hanging on for dear life with this, with this look, right, this gaze of, you get me. I know you get me, right? <laughs> and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing because I can just, with my eyes, I can just send them love. I can just send them, God, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're everything that you need to be. You're perfect. You're, you know... And if and I, I will on occasion, like if you see if there's a kid really acting up, just really acting up, and they happen to do that gaze, they'll also get the you know better than that look from me, you know, and and never intrusive, never parenting because it's not my child. Just I can see that soul, and I know you're pushing the limits, you know, but you know better, <laughs> and so maybe just stop it, right? And so, but always with love, always from a place of love, and so. We all can have those moments with these kids. You'll find, if you look around, you'll find the kids in the grocery stores and restaurants and wherever, they're just they're scanning the people looking for the person who will make that connection with them because they just need that so badly. They need to be seen, you know, really seen. And so that's something that we can all do. We can see them. We can say, I see you. You're beautiful, Right? It doesn't matter if they're our kid or not, and we don't have to say it out loud because they can speak telepathically. I can't tell you how many times I walk I walk through places and the the babies who are not born yet will talk to me. And they'll ask, Will you please, you know, please help her on her path. Please tell them to stop fighting. Please whatever it is. And so how exactly do you go up to somebody and say, Oh, by the way, <laughs> your unborn child, right? Even if they don't look pregnant, I can the babies are talking to me. And uh and so these kids are just amazing because they're all doing this, right? And so it's important for us to really take time and and think about the things that we support in life and think about it on a bigger scale, okay? So so and I'm going to go back to media just for a moment. So if you go and you pay to see a movie that's hideous, Okay, I want you to, in the future, I want you to think about, okay, if I pay to see this movie, I'm telling them this is what I want as reality, okay, and I'm supporting it so that it's here for all of these kids who are incredibly sensitive powerhouses to come in and absorb this energy, right, and add that to their already powerhouse energy because that's what's happening. They're like little sponges, okay? They go in, they see these movies, they watch these TV shows, they watch the news with the craziness that's going on, and they absorb that energy, all right? So every time we support something that is less than um, harmonious, we'll say, we're saying, yes, we'd like to open this door for all of these special kids to come see this, please. We'd like you to make more of those, please. Could we have more of these movies or TV shows or whatever, right? And then 
These kids go in and they just absorb that energy, and then we're surprised. <laughs> really? Really? You're surprised. The family sits down and, and watches Law and Order, NCI, whatever it is, you know, and, and okay, so you've got these kids just absorbing that this is everyday life. There's serial killers, there's this, there's that, this. Okay, so are you surprised then when stuff goes horribly awry because you just sat them down or the parents just sat them down and said, here, absorb this energy and transmutate it in that powerhouse generator that you are and then express it out. Whereas if we can take these kids and show them at least a balance, okay? I Personally, I think all that stuff should just go away. It would be great if it just dissolved and was gone. But at least a balance of healing and harmony and love and inspiration. It doesn't have to be hippie stuff, right? Because I know hippies are out of style now, <laughs> unfortunately. But But it can just be inspirational, uplifting, creative, right? We can have them absorb those things too. It can be healthy food with good energy. I mean, do you realize that these kids can just walk through an organic produce section and pick up the vibration of the food and actually be nourished by the food just by walking through the section? It's insane. These kids are amazing. And for us not to recognize that is really kind of scary. And so... This is just kind of a this show is just kind of a little wake up call for people and and understand that it's not the way it used to be, right? And uh so I'm looking at my chat thing now and uh okay, very nice. Very nice. Somebody's talking about um Sugar Grove Eco Village, nice. So just kind of bringing them into the space and allowing the medicine, the stones in the medicine bag to affect their energy. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so as these kids come in, that's another really important part. If if you're aware, right, and you work on your own energy, as these kids are in your energy, you can radiate that love. You can radiate that vibration out. And you can share your good vibration with them. And that helps to influence the energy that they've got going on, it helps to balance out some of the stuff that, that maybe isn't so positive, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm not a big one on judgment and that kind of thing, but, but come on. <laughs> the stuff that, that we feed our kids, both emotionally and physically, is really a little frightening, right? If we really stop and think about it, okay? If you were to... Um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Dr. Emoto and his work with water molecules. If you were to just kind of um, take a bowl of water, right, and stick um, something that you feed your kids every day, right, Pop-Tarts or something, stick it in the water, and then look at the water molecules after, right? If you just had the, the Pop-Tarts in a, a clear bowl or something in a bigger bowl of water, so they're not actually in the water affecting the water, but just the energy of them, and you were to look at the water molecules, it would be frightening, <laughs> It would be so out of balance and frightening. And how much water are we, right? So beyond any other nutritional stuff, the energy of those foods that's coming into the bodies, ours and our kids, right, is affecting the water molecules and the energetic process to such a degree that it's short-circuiting everything. And we're just just doing it as mass consumers. That's just what we do. 
<clears throat> I think a lot of people are beginning to wake up, thank God, right? Um, I do want to just for a moment tell people that if if you would like help with kids or help understanding the kids or anything, I do readings and life coaching and all kinds of different services, you can always find me at mysticaltruth.com. That's my website. It's under. It's still being worked on, obviously, but um, it's functional, which is good. And then also um, you can always find me at Sacred Light of Sedona, and that's sacredlightofsedona.com. It's a beautiful center down in Sedona, Arizona. Um, that's where I do most of my sessions out of, and it's right in the middle of the Red Rock Canyon, so amazing scenery. And then also um, for life coaching, I do life coaching with families as well with this subject in mind, and that's 12weekcoaching.com. Um, so a lot of different websites, a lot of different ways to find me. Also on Facebook, right, we've got Truth Light, we've got uh, mystical tr- the Mystical Truth um, uh, you can find me at. And um, so go ahead and join um, Facebook and follow so that you're up to date with what's happening and also so that I love to have people <clears throat> send questions, insights, um, ideas for topics, that kind of thing, and also always looking for guests because it gets a little tiresome me just talking five days a week. So, um, you know, interesting guests along along these lines of shining the light of truth is fabulous. So, um, all right, so having said that, again, I want to just, we've got about 10 minutes left on the show, and so... I want to just really take a moment and um, and help you all um, kind of grasp what's happening with with these kids, right? So if you have kids, okay, this is out to you. And if you know somebody with kids, hopefully you'll pass this along. These children, I'm going to share a story, okay, um, of the 15-month-old that I spoke of who just, you know, has been talking to me since he was, you know, in his mama's tummy and before, really. And um, so when he was born, the day he was born, I was there. Um, and I was there a couple of hours. I got to see him a couple of hours after he was born. And it was, this is a little star being, okay? He's somebody who's from the stars. You would consider him an off-world being or alien if he came in his little spaceship. Instead, he incarnated into a human form, and so now he's acceptable in our world, right? We won't go running screaming from him. <laughs> but he's, which is what a lot of these kids are, right? They're star beings. They're amazing, just beautiful, beautiful beings. And so anyway, he's he's just a couple hours old, right? And I'm holding him, and he's tiny, 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 just the cutest little thing you've ever seen, right? And so I'm holding him, and his eyes are just opening. He's at that point where he's just opening his eyes. And you could see, okay, oh, my God, it was like a cartoon or a movie or something. You could see he's in this little body, okay, and he's, like, trying to open his eyes and trying to figure out. I could just feel the energy. He's like, how do these things, how does this thing work, you know? (laughs) It was amazing because we were so in tune and we had been talking all along that that we could talk telepathically back and forth. and, And he's just like, how does this work? And his little arms are, he's moving his little arms like, what on earth are they doing and how do I make this work? And his eyes, he's trying to figure out how do I, like, how do these things work exactly? <laughs> it was the most amazing thing to watch because it literally was this, this star being coming into a physical body and trying to figure out how to maneuver the fingers and how to maneuver the arms. And it was almost like... um like when you see, like on the cartoons or something, right? what came to my mind, I know it's wrong, but what came to my mind 
was Pinky and the Brain. I love Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> like they got into like this big robotic thing and, and they're trying to move it with the little levers and everything, right? And they're trying to figure out how to make it work. And it just kind of reminded me of that where he was really trying to figure this earth body out, you know? And it may sound crazy, but if you were there, not so much, because for real, you could tell, looking at him, this is what was going on, you know? And ever since then, like his growing up, I've been there as he's growing up, and and watching him figure out how things work here, right? And so there are times when he really pushes the boundaries, just really like is really trying to push the boundaries either of his physical body or of socially acceptable behavior, you know. And so I'll sit down with him and say, you know, I mean, back when he was an infant even, I'd sit down and, you know, okay, you're in this area now. You're on this planet now. You're in this body now. This is how things work here, you know. You need to understand that if you do this with your physical body, it's it's going to hurt. It's not going to be pleasant, you know, and really helping him understand that in the reality that he's chosen to exist in right now, these are the boundaries, right? This is what he needs to be aware of. And so you may look like a a crazy person talking to people that way, I suppose, but that's kind of what they need. Even if you don't say it out loud, I'm I'm more outspoken about things because, well, I just don't care. You know, I, I have gone through my time of proving myself. I am a proven psychic, intuitive, whatever, mystic, and so I can do whatever I want pretty much, and people just go, oh, God, she's just doing the mystic thing again, right? <laughs> so, But normal people, maybe not so much. <clears throat> you know, it's you can have some consequences for talking to people that way, I guess, but, but telepathically you can say it or you can find other words. And just gaining an understanding, watch these kids as you interact with them or as you watch other people interacting with them and and see them from a new perspective. Climb out of the box that we've always been in. Because that box doesn't even exist anymore. That box of reality of seen and not heard, you know, speak only when spoken to kind of thing, that doesn't really work anymore, you know. And um, it's important for us as a tribe, as an earthly tribe, to let these kids know that somebody gets them. Even if you don't understand, understanding that there's something to understand is is giving them a lot, Right? You don't have to get it. Certainly, there's plenty of resources out there. If you look up uh, star, seed, star children, crystal children, that kind of thing, um, kind of read up on it and find out what it's all about maybe. But ultimately, if, if you just see something different in a child, you see that there's a little more going on there than most people might have thought um, or that you would have expected, then then just kind of let them, that gaze, that that mutual eye contact thing is huge because you can just let them know, I see you, right? That's huge for them. Just see them. So I'm going to put this challenge out to you, right, whoever's listening to this, and I know we get a lot of listens on archives, so um, maybe you can't respond, but I'm just going to put out there that, you know, as you walk through the grocery store, as you as you go into whatever businesses and their kids there, as you, like if you do work with kids, whatever it is, if you have kids, just really start to see them through a new set of, of eyes, right? Are you, are you one of these powerhouse generators? Are you actually from the stars here to help us and we're feeding you 
crap food and sitting you in front of mindless, oh my God, SpongeBob SquarePants or something. I don't know. You know, are we doing this to you? God, I'm so sorry, right? This is not what they came for. <laughs> just, just recognizing them, right? And letting them know that you see them is huge. So I'm just going to kind of put that as a challenge to, um, you know, can you go through life and, and sort of recognize these kids? Recognize which ones are these beautiful powerhouse generators that are here to help us. And maybe just connect with them somehow and say thank you, right? Their inner being is going to know what you're talking about. They'll know. And you don't have to say it out loud, right? You can just say it with your eyes. You can just say it with your heart. It can be done a whole lot of different ways. But honoring and respecting those beautiful little beings is incredibly important. (laughs) Okay. So one of our listeners connected with me and said, what are we going to do today? (laughs) Uh, Pinky in the brain. I do love that cartoon. That's a good one. Sit him down in front of that one. That one's all right. (laughs) Teaches them to definitely not be limited. (laughs) Uh, So... In conclusion, I'm going to say connect with the kids, understand them. And the kids, I'm talking from birth to 20s, right, at this point. And so um, maybe just listen. The older kids, just listen. Let them know that you're a safe place to speak, right? Let them talk about all this stuff that they have to keep hidden, all the stuff they know that they can't tell anybody else because they'll get locked up or because the parents will will completely flip, right? They can't tell people that they know things inside. They have to keep so much hidden and so much held inside that it's really, it's maddening and it's sad as someone who watches it because they're here to help us. They're here to help us. They came from far, far away to come here and help us shift planet Earth into a higher level of consciousness. And instead, we treat them like there's something wrong with them. And so I just really encourage you all to understand what is is a a crystal child, what is a star child, what is a star seed child, What what is this all about? Because this is our reality. It's not some new age mumbo jumbo thing. This is our reality. We're all living with it. They're here to help all of us, whether you're a devout Catholic or Baptist or Seventh-day Adventist or atheist. or None of it matters because it's not religious. It's energetic. And so we need to understand what's happening here. So, again, I'm going to say, um, you know, questions, that kind of thing, Facebook. Please go ahead and follow me on Facebook. It's Truth Light for Facebook. And then the mystic or sorry, mysticaltruth.com, sacredlightofsedona.com. And if you're in Sedona, stop by and check us out at the center. It's a lot of fun there. And um, I hope all of you have a fabulous day. Please, please, please see these youth a little differently now and allow the eye contact to let them know that somebody sees them and loves them and understands that they're different. That's all you have to understand is that they need understanding. It's that simple. So I hope you all have a wonderful day, and we will see you tomorrow. And uh, 
I don't even remember what our topic is tomorrow, but it's on the it's on the website, right? And uh all right. So everybody have a fabulous day. Goodbye.